0: Welcome to transforming education leadership lessons. This podcast is hosted by Northwestern College. We're bringing you thought leaders who are influencing education and the world around them. Each episode provides new leadership lessons. So you can learn how to embrace your own influence leadership has nothing to do with title or position that leadership has to do with impact and the role of a leader isn't to create followers, it's to enable more leaders. Take away leadership qualities that inspire. I think good leaders really get people brought together around a cause and can inspire them to be better than they were yesterday or to do something great. Care about others. We need teachers out there that are caring and compassionate and are interested in the student beyond the discipline that they're teaching. Show people they matter. We don't have a bullying problem. We don't even have a gun problem. We have a mattering problem. By knowing you matter. You matter to yourself first before you can matter to someone else. So further your impact. When you just authentically love your students, I just don't think you can help but grow. Understand your core values. You can tell pretty quickly any core leader whether or not he or she is there for the mission at hand for the people that they serve or whether they're there for themselves and align your mission.
1: Everything we do on campus, whether it's someone in the maintenance department or someone teaching in the classroom or to coach, uh, it should tie back to our mission of impacting students for the cause of Christ.
0: Discover how to use your influence to inspire others.
2: That is why the relationship is so critical in everything we do, because when people know you care about them, they know yet they have your best interest and then it sinks in.
0: Let's welcome our host, Gary Richardson.
1: Thank you, Leslie, and thanks to you for listening to Transforming Education Leadership Lessons. I know that you have many options for podcasting. Your time is valuable, and because of that, we bring in thought partners to inspire and influence your leadership. This is episode 31 and our first in a series of podcasts with students and staff of the Center for Innovation and Leadership at Northwestern College. Today, we will be discussing leadership lessons with Erica Vonk, currently the director for the Center for Innovation and Leadership. A Northwestern College graduate, Erica holds an MBA from the University of South Dakota and is earning a PhD in organizational leadership from Concordia University, Chicago. A Northwestern business professor since 2015, Erica played a role in developing the college's interdisciplinary entrepreneurship minor and is connected with students with Siouxland Organization through her courses in leadership, organizational behavior, and entrepreneurship. Erica oversees the center's five signature programs, Accelerate Siouxland, Learner to Leader, Research and Consultancy, Entrepreneur, Business Leader in Residence, and the Innovation Sandbox. A Northwestern College graduate, Erica holds an MBA from the University of South Dakota. Welcome to the podcast, Erica.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Erica, talk a little bit about the Center for Innovation and Leadership and how it got started, its core values, and the outcomes that you hope to see from the center.
2: Thanks. Uh, It's been a work in progress. It's probably been three years of time and energy. It started with President Christie and some constituents from the community that were seeing a need and coming together and researching how can we best serve each other. And I came into the progress probably about a year into their discussions and Mm -hmm. research and came alongside to do some focus groups and some interviews with students faculty and staff and also community members to see what really is the need and how we can serve each other. So it was a really exciting process to come into with a lot of energy to really just see what's the best thing for everyone involved.
1: So I'm interested by the Innovation Sandbox. Who doesn't want to play in a sandbox? So what's the concept there?
2: So the Innovation Sandbox is a place when you think back to childhood, right? It's messy. It's fun. It's collaborative. You're usually with other people. You're building things, but things fall and we learn and we adjust and we tweak and we rebuild it again. So it's that learning from mistakes. It's that creative thinking and problem solving together to make something truly beautiful.
1: So with that and the Center for Innovation and Leadership in itself, what's something that in this course of working with President Mm -hmm. Christie, getting it started and so on, what's something that that has done for you that you didn't expect?
2: For me, it was really just expanding connections. I've been here for seven years I still haven't met everyone on campus. And so this allowed me to go meet with every single department Mm -hmm. on campus, explain the goals of the center, how we're really trying to reach everyone on campus and out in the communities and help serve everyone. And so I got to personally meet, you know, the the whole maintenance department to the athletic department, to art and theater. And it was really just a great experience to get to know everyone.
1: That's good. We are visiting with Eric Vonk, director of the Center for Innovation and Leadership at Northwestern College. So I just want to keep on with that and ask you about the podcast we're going to do with your students. And how did that come about and how do you see that working with us? Although on our end, uh, we're happy to do the podcast and get students involved and let uh, some of our listeners hear a younger voice than this one. So Tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So I'm teaching an entrepreneurship class and the students there have passions, have interests, are, are seeking more in life. And I think it was a really good fit um, for me to expand our assignment. I usually have them listening to different podcasts, mm-hmm. engaging with different authors that are out there. But this challenged them to review what's out there. For them to decide what's valuable for young leaders and what are they listening to and what are they enjoying and how does it fit their career goals. And so our students will be working with partners and reviewing different podcasts and then coming to you with different recommendations for your listeners. This is what we think you should be listening to and why. How does it fit kind of this entrepreneurial leadership mindset that many of our youth have today?
1: Yeah, we're looking forward to that. That'll be really fun. They'll be kind of slid in, not quickly, but bang, bang, bang in four Fridays. And we think it'll be a good series for them. And we're looking forward to learning from them as well. What is the one thing that you're working on right now in the center that might surprise our listeners, Erica?
2: I've learned over the years, sometimes the best things happen unexpectedly. And over the last few weeks, we had an unexpected but blessing um, for the center to partner with three local high schools. So MOC, Sioux Center, and Sheldon are partnering together to create a new CAPS program. And CAPS is basically focused on professional studies for high school students. So Northwestern College is excited to come alongside and partner with them, with their teachers, with the organizations that we also work with, to really create a a win-win opportunity to expand their learning in really hands-on, practical ways for the high schools in the area.
1: And when we talked earlier, there is potentially a component for college credit for Yeah, so
2: we're looking at how can we come alongside the teachers and even supporting the teachers with some continuing ed, and then to the high school students with value of their time, right? So how can we show your time with what you did in high school was valuable when you also then come to Northwestern College? So maybe there's something in the education track or in the business track that you're looking at doing um, that can also fit here Mm -hmm. in our majors and our programs here at Northwestern College.
1: And then you mentioned professional studies. Is there a parameter around that, or where are they going with professional studies? the
2: three high schools are still developing, I think, a little bit of the curriculum, but it really is focused on a lot of those soft skills and how can we develop those skills early in their life and focus on some leadership training. And so a lot of it is going to be awareness for the youth of what is their own abilities and talents and gifts that they have, and then how can they develop those to fit a really great career later in life.
1: So the students, do they, do they earn a badge with this? I know that's a new phrase now, and I don't mean it to be anything other than badges are being recognized mm-hmm. as, as, as an academic step. Right. Um, for students, will that occur during this process?
2: Yeah, so we're in the process of reviewing kind of what is the best incentive or motivation for a high school student, how they can take that into college or directly into a workforce, and how an employer can value their time through a, a visual image of a badge.
1: Yeah, that's just a really good program. I think high school students will, will relate well. It seems to, and other parts of the state mm-hmm. have, have taken off and, and been very popular. So kudos to you for getting involved in yeah. that. I think that'll be a good one. So, Erica, you also teach leadership. You guide these leadership programs. You recruit business leaders to not only mentor students, but to work with leadership research. What's the the one most important thing that you've learned about leadership as as you've gone through this?
2: Yeah, that was a tough question to think through. I think for myself, it's that grace um, permits us the privilege of being in the process of learning all the time, including learning from our mistakes. So in order to lead well, I think we need to recognize the process of grace in all that we do.
1: I should be pretty good if learning from mistakes makes you a little bit better. I
2: it does. have a
1: habit of asking too many questions and, and forging ahead and making my own mistakes. So, Erica, is there one person that has inspired you along the way to a successful career? And, and if so, what was impactful in that relationship?
2: Yeah, hard to to pick kind of one person, but one story to reflect on. Probably about two years out of my undergraduate college experience, I was teaching and I was able to co-teach for a year with a USD um, economics professor. So as a young adult, having that experience early on of mentoring, of guidance, um, really was pretty impactful, I think, in my future career path. So he continued to challenge me to always seek um, how to connect my gifts to opportunities that exist and how to see those opportunities really well. And he just challenged me regardless of my age, my gender, my background, like don't let those things hold you back. Use those as your strength to move forward and showcase to others what talents you bring to those situations. So I think I just learned early in my teaching career that the value of networking with people and how important that is to learn what are their gifts, what are their talents, and how does that match to your own, and how together can things be better.
1: Right. The collaborative relationship is really good and forges a stronger a stronger bond between not only yourself and that person but the whole organization i, I think yeah it, and
2: even people in your personal life i think that starts to affect as well
1: right the networking is is really important we are visiting with erica vonk director of the center for innovation and leadership at northwestern college so erica if you could interview one person in your area of interest who would it be and why
2: I picked a, a favorite author, and I, I brought her book even for you to take a look at here if you want. But Herminia Ibera is a, an author, a speaker, a professor, and I fell in love with her book, Act Like a Leader, Think Like a Leader. For me, I love the idea of, you know, theology and, and thinking through why we do what we do. But I also love action and putting things into practice. So it was a reading assignment in one of my early Ph.D. classes. And I'd love to talk with her more about her term that she uses called outsight. Instead of insight, she refers to outsight, which is mm. this valuable external perspective that you gain from direct experiences um, and experimentation and trial and error and piloting new things. And so I think outsight really helps change the way that you think as a leader. Um, through outsight, you think about what kind of work is important and evaluate that in your own life. Think about where to invest your time. Time is a really valuable resource. And then outside, as you look at your relationships that you have in your life? You know, how do they support what you want to become in the world?
1: So you've talked about this term, outside, yeah. which is new and to me, yeah. and learning through mistakes, the sandbox approach. I guess my question that's going through my mind is, is that how does that play out in the world? Or is that something that you're attempting to get at with with the students or with the whole center is um, we're not going to move ahead unless we try things, make mistakes, learn from them, and move on? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Yeah. That's just how I'm <laughs> interpreting that. Is that close?
2: Right. I think... We don't always teach how to fail forward, right? That term that's out there and and how to move ahead in organizations or in the workplace. Sometimes we're not intentional about creating the spaces to do that well, to creatively think, to problem solve, to force collaboration in a way of forcing it by teaching it well. And how do you teach collaboration sometimes um, for both students and adults?
1: Well, it's interesting because if given the choice, whether we're sitting in a professional development or Zooming on professional development Mm -hmm. or sitting in a classroom, if it was up to us, we'd sit there and take it in and not have to do anything. Right. How do you get your students out of that mode? I can remember when Leslie and I talked with Teacher of the Year in one of the podcasts a while back is her comment was, the kids come into my high school English Lit class and they want to just sit there and, and listen to me because it's just easier. I'm having none of that, she said, Mm -hmm. and so tries to get them involved. How do you how do you encourage that in your classroom and then in the projects that you're doing that have nothing to do with the classroom?
2: So I love psychology. And so a lot of what I teach also falls in psychological safety. And how do you create that? How do you make people aware of that term and how to experience that? But then also, I think it's part of what do you fear? And how do you handle those fears, Mm -hmm. whether it be in the classroom, speaking in front of others? And and how do you look at what did God give me for gifts and talents? And how do I put myself out there a little bit more? And I think through COVID pandemic, the last year, I've spoken with so many businesses. I've seen it on the college campus, but society's almost become complacent in a way, right? Nobody's asking me to do more. I can kind of just do the minimum that I need to. um, But yet, is that the way you want to live in the future? Is that the life you want to have? You know, five years from now. And so I think we're starting to see a shift finally of people saying, you know what? Like I can really stand out by going above and beyond, by just speaking up and doing something a little extra. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're we're seeing people now aware of the difference of a little thing in life that can really impact others, um, personally and in your organization.
1: Yeah. My own personal road that I've taken in in leadership is I guess it's collaboration, but it's it's more of asking for input Mm -hmm. and not having the answer and including people in the conversation. And, And the reason for that is that that if everybody buys in to to that value or that concept, then it permeates the whole culture. Right. If. As, as is well-documented in, in, in a lot of readings, if, if it's top-down, it, it only goes so far. Right. And people will be compliant and do what they're told to do because that's what we do, really, mm-hmm. for the most part, is is do what we're asked to do. But it doesn't ever get to the next level. And, and just by the name of the Center for Innova- mm-hmm. Innovation tells me that we, want, we need to innovate more. Right. And the only way to inter- innovate, in my opinion, is if you have a group of people that are all together and have that – collective efficacy that moves things forward in a positive fashion. So the conversation here really interests me on failing and trying new things and starting over and, and oversight. So I appreciate you bringing that to the podcast today. Thanks. If you could interview one person in your area of interest, who would it be Erica and why?
2: I think I'd probably go back to the author that I just mentioned. I think I'd be really excited to hear more about Outsight and how do we create an environment or a culture, like you said, of of Outsight Mm -hmm. in an organization. I think it starts with teaching the youth of what that is and how to experience it and how they can bring it into the organizations they go work in someday.
1: Other than what you mentioned with your reading, are you reading anything or listening right now? Because I know you have your students listen to podcasts uh, on leadership. Mm that might interest the people that listen to ours?
2: So for podcasts, uh, a a fairly normal or regular listening one for me is is Entree Leadership from the Ramsley Solutions kind of network out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I like hearing from a variety of different speakers, and you get different people all the time with different topics. On a book standpoint, I just started reading Spiritual Leadership by Henry and Richard Blackaby, so just a few pages into it. But I'm really always interested in continuing to see how others try to follow God's kind of biblical design for success. And so, in teaching at Northwestern, right, where faith integration and in all that we're doing, and in business, sometimes students are challenged to think how does faith fit into business? And so, um, our department is really intentional about trying to bring in really good readings, really good authors to support. God's design for success is in every major and is in everything that we do. And so excited to kind of dig deeper into this book, um, mm-hmm. just to kind of look at God's vision for organizations. Um, and that's a challenging task is to, to think about how those things align together.
1: Sure. Well, we'll be interested to follow up on that particular point, I think, for sure. Eric, is there anything I should have asked you that I just didn't know enough to ask?
2: That's a that's a loaded question right yeah, there, you're right? Um, I think just looking at our website, looking at the, these five launch programs that were that were kicking off, we're just really excited about things that are happening and that are going to be happening. Uh, so, Accelerate Sioux Land will be launching um, in August. We're going to start registering some students here this month, so it'll be open for students and community members and we're excited this will be the first regional leadership development program in the whole state of iowa so we're excited to offer that the governor has put an initiative out to all the communities to try to have a leadership development program within so many years and so this is our um, way to serve back to our local communities and say let us come alongside your leaders and your community and grow together in leadership development and just developing good citizens and and great community engagement
1: So a regional program, maybe you're not ready to answer this. Yeah, go ahead. But what's that look like, smell like, (laughs) taste like?
2: Yeah, so we will start in August. We'll run an eight-month program so you'll meet together hopefully face to face right in collaborative sessions once a month so with leaders from all different communities so we're calling it Siouxland so whatever your definition of Siouxland is we'll be accepting applications so a certain number each year will go through this kind of cohort program together to learn together they'll have a a project-based learning assignment kind of together to come alongside a community and really help, again, accelerate that community for them.
1: So are these students or are these already leaders?
2: They're both. Um, So we're going to accept a couple, we said kind of up to three college students, each cohort. um, And the rest will be filling with community leaders um, that are already existing, whether they're from a a business or a nonprofit or just a great leader in their own home and their own life.
1: Yeah, this is really interesting and good, Erica. I I know from... The many years and as an administrator, the community school relationship is one that's out there every year is, is a goal all across the state and in our own particular districts and ones that we never really flourish. So this really is seems like an intentional way to do that. Yeah, and that'll be fun to follow for sure. so yes, thank you. yeah, thanks for being here. This was fun.
2: Yeah. We'll it's look been forward great. to the students. Yeah. I'm excited for them to share. And they're a little nervous. Right. But I think that's a good thing um, to be able to share their own passions. Thank you again. Uh, yeah.
1: Thanks. Thanks to Erica for giving up her time and sharing her wisdom as we reflect on leaders that inspire and influence lives. And it, it appears, Leslie, that that's exactly what Erica is going to do with the programs that she's taking on and, and all the different projects. It sounds really interesting. What were the, some of the highlights that, that you wrote down?
0: Absolutely. Erica is, is got that entrepreneurial mindset of looking for right. how to find a need. And that's what she's teaching her students as well. And to build up this, this center, first figuring out what that looked like, what need could we fill, what students could play a part in, and how we can walk alongside our community and our organizations and local area schools even better. To start, she really expanded her connections, which is a key point of making sure that you're listening well, which we always come back to and networking and meeting those people face-to-face to understand how we can brainstorm with them to collaborate and create solutions.
1: Right. I think those programs that you mentioned, Accelerate SULAN, Learner to Leader, Research and Consultancy, Entrepreneur, Business Leader and Residence, and the Innovation Sandbox, those are, as you said, things that she's kind of focused on intentionally that be areas that that could really take off and it was interesting to me just to listen to and I loved it failing forward and figuring out what didn't go well and, and move on from there I just I think those are just important things in a growth mindset that she promotes. So yes. I was encouraged.
0: And in order to feel comfortable even, or at least think about failing forward first, she talked about that psychological safety. What are your fears and how do you handle that? And how do you you know, bring yourself and your abilities to meet that face on and, and feel that safety? If it's okay to fail and to mess up and, and life really is messy in that way, but it can also be the best way to, to come up with solutions and opportunities that wouldn't have reached.
1: Right. And to be allowed to fail, that is a leadership quality. Because without the leader, if leader allows for failure and encourages you to step out, then I think that you only can grow.
0: That's so true. And we're so excited to bring on a few of her students Mm -hmm. in the following weeks to talk about their passions. And we often talk about that everyone has influence and to bring on some younger voices that are building, already have leadership positions in ways and, and are building that mindset of leading with integrity and things. I can't wait to hear from them.
1: Yeah. Just to hear what their suggestions are for us to think about what leadership means to them and, and what some of the qualities are would be really good.
0: Yes, we're we're constantly learning. And as Erica mentioned, grace permits that privilege right. of, of learning through the process.
1: That's a great phrase. What about books?
0: Yes, yeah, she mentioned a book by Hermione Ibera, Act Like a Leader, Think Like a Leader, which talks a lot about outside instead of insight. And again, that trial and error and... Um, And finding what work is important, which is key in finding purpose in in everything that we do.
1: Right. And then spiritual leadership. What's God's plan for business leaders and how does business go hand in hand in the world?
0: Yes. And the podcast suggestion is Entra Leadership by the Dave Ramsey Solutions.
1: Thank you, Leslie. and, And thanks, all of you again for listening to transforming education leadership lessons as a leader in education you matter and how you lead matters to a whole bunch of people that you serve on a daily basis you were created for significance thanks to leslie and mike for the technical help and until next time inspire and influence